entertaining and informative. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. Congresswoman is Nancy Mace down in South Carolina. She right down the block from Nikki Haley. She still's not going to endorse Nikki Haley. Would never vote for Nikki Haley with Donald Trump. Never. He's a little late. She must have been. Maybe she was scolding James Biden. I don't know. Nancy, good morning, sweetheart. How are you? I'm good, sir. We've been on the road, and I had bad cell service, but we're good now. Thanks for having me on this morning. Come on. It's always great having you on. Give me uh, what is what exactly is going on with James Biden. Give me the latest with that. Well, uh, well, he's uh, part of the investigation that the Oversight Committee is, is having, and it looks like he's going to be you know, in a little bit of trouble here because he used his companies and his access to Joe Biden, of course, to sell to sell business, to get money from People like China, Russia, Ukraine, Romania, et cetera, as part of the Biden family corruption scheme. And Joe Biden is going to go down as the most corrupt president in U.S. history. My fear is, is that James Biden goes down as corrupt. Hunter Biden goes down as corrupt, not because he's a junkie. I'm recovery, too. But Joe doesn't go down as that. Like I, I mean, That's my fear. I mean, I call him that. You call him that. But unless we can pin it to him and unless he's really charged with something, Others won't. You know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, no, exactly. And, you know, you look at these activist judges going after Trump loans. What about Biden's loans? Legitimately, where there's no paperwork. Well, we know this money is funneled from our adversaries or from companies that bought access to Joe Biden. That is true in real corruption. And it's almost like nobody is doing anything about it. Nobody is doing anything about it. Well, tell me where where are we uh, in the House? It, It seems like... Every time I put on a different show, people are always complaining the Republicans can't get it together. They're still arguing back and forth. Ever since they ousted Kevin McCarthy, there seems to be very little kumbaya with the Republican Party. Say what you want about the Democrats. They're evil. They are evil. They're destroying this country. But those scumbags stick together. Our guys, they kill each other every day. Where are we in that uh, in that well, fight? We we were we were arguing before we ousted Kevin McCarthy, and bet Kevin McCarthy barely became speaker, if you recall, last year, and had to uh, make some really you know bad deals, I guess, to get the speakership. Barely won it, but we've been arguing ever since. And in fact, you know, I think it started with the spending and the debt ceiling. He put together this horrible package that Republican led, Kevin McCarthy led a debt ceiling deal that would put $50 trillion on the backs of our kids and our grandkids. 
And that's not what we should be, you know, from there, everything just sort of fell apart. The appropriations fell apart. The budget fell apart because Kevin McCarthy couldn't lead our country, couldn't even keep the speakership because he's a loser. So, um, you know, we've been this way for a while now, and I've been a part of these meetings with the new speaker, with different factions of the Republican Party, and we are sometimes our own worst enemy, even when it comes to border security, that we all know our nation wants and needs, regardless if you're Republican or Democrat, you know, we are cutting our nose off to spite our face, and we've got to have a backbone. We've got to hold the line and hold strong and do border security first before we do anything else. But it's members of the Republican Party that are using border security as a wedge to get more money for Ukraine. End of story. That's what this is about. It's about Ukraine at the end of the day. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. Bruno, he's your numero uno. So what do you think is, well, first of all, I'd be happy they're using it to get money for Israel. To me, I, I was very happy with that $18 billion standalone bill for Israel. I think my guy here on Long Island, mm-hmm. Anthony D'Esposito, was part of that. But uh, I'm way past Ukraine, and now my fear is the Navalny death is really going to get these guys back to the Ukraine table, which for me just doesn't do it. I'm sorry. Uh, so where are we with all this spending, with yeah. the border, with it Ukraine, with Israel? And it doesn't do that. But also, when there was an American journalist killed by the Ukrainian government in jail, where was the uproar then? Navalny, and God bless his soul, I've met his family before, he's not a U.S. citizen. What interest do we have in that and going after Ukraine because of his death? Obviously, it was wrong, and somebody should be tried for it. But that's not in the United States, and he was not a citizen. And those are things that take seriously. And right now, in my district, 95% of the people in my district and in my state, we all support Israel and making sure that Israel, our ally, has everything she needs to fight Hamas and Hezbollah and all the Iranian proxies that are that are trying to kill all the Jews of the world and fight back. That is a priority for should be the priority for us. And then, you know, we have to do our border before we do other people's borders. And, you know, you look at Ukraine, you're, the Senate wants to give more money to Ukraine than we give to our U.S. Marine Corps. Like, how backwards and upside down yeah. is that when that's your priority? Yeah, I don't get it. It's sick. Yeah, I think it's sick, too. So well, where are mm-hmm. we in all this? Where are we? The Senate stalemate? Well, there was a there was a vote in the Senate. Um, it will not, for the Ukraine-Taiwan-Israel package, it will not get a vote in the House. It doesn't sound like there is a discharge petition or a letter they could that the majority of members could sign and force a vote. I don't know if that will happen. But... First and top of mind is we have the spending short-term CR continuing resolution that expires the first week of March. And so that will have to be our priority when we get back to Congress back in session next week. 
Nancy and Mace. Whether or not border security in Ukraine yep. is going to be a part of that TBD. Next week, okay. Oh, wait, are you still yeah. off? Well, I'm not off. I work seven days a week, Sid, as you know, and I got Kevin <laughs> McCarthy and his corrupt cronies coming after me. So if, you're, if your listeners want to chip in at nancymace.org, we need every dollar we can get to fight back against the establishment in corrupt Washington. Now, when you say Kevin McCarthy and his cronies are coming after you, look, we all know, of course, you were part of the eight folks, Matt Gates and others that um, asked for his ouster to begin with. But now I mm-hmm. guess you've got, you've got an election coming up. Uh, when you say Kevin McCarthy is after you, be more specific. Well, he handpicked a, re- a candidate to run against me. I'm his number one target in Republican primaries this year. They're going to pour millions and millions of dollars into getting this puppet for McCarthy elected. And she's like Jeb Bush in heels. You can go to puppetcatherine.com and see what she's about. She was working against Donald Trump when you and I were working to get him elected in 2016. She's one of those Aspen Institute globalists, not for America. And, you know, I've been on the Trump team since the very beginning, I was an OG, Sid, like you. I was with him in 15, and we're still with him now. And I'm right now trying to get him elected. We have our, our presidential primary in South Carolina on Saturday. But Kevin McCarthy would like nothing more than to take me out because I'm a strong conservative woman who would not back down. I am not bought and paid for. He couldn't tell me what to do. He couldn't control me. And now he wants to kick me out of Congress. So I need all the help I can get at nancymace.org. A dollar, $10, anything will help. NancyMace.org. Do you expect, Nancy, because you have been so good to Trump, uh, especially the last year or so, do you expect that regardless of what Kevin McCarthy wants to do, that come election time you'll get an endorsement from the president? I hope. I, you know, I didn't endorse him because of that. I, I believe that Donald Trump is the man to save America, and I've been all over the campaign trail the last couple of weeks speaking at his rally in Charleston last week. I'm with Lara Trump today. I'll be uh, with the with the campaign the rest of the week as we get through Saturday, fighting hard to make sure that he wins in South Carolina and wins big. We've got yeah. his opponent on the other side. They're recruiting Democrats to vote in our, our primaries since we have open primaries, and we can't let that happen. You know, I'm very, very tight with Lara. In fact, Lara is about to become the new co-chair of the RNC. Watley's going to take mm-hmm. over. She'll be the co-chair. She's Amazing. on the show. Yeah, she's on like every two mm-hmm. weeks like you are. So her and I are very, very tight. Uh, well, let's get to uh, Nikki Haley. So you're in South Carolina. She's in South Carolina. You would think that you, Tim Scott, Lindsey Graham, all you South Carolina folk would be there for Nikki Haley. Yet none of you are. What's the problem? Well, if you talk to the voters on the ground, they like Nikki Haley as governor, but they love Donald Trump. They know when it comes to border security, national security, all these endless foreign wars, they know that he is the strongest candidate to lead our country out of this mess. And they want to give him a second shot. And so I talk to voters. I listen to my constituents. And he's the man that they want. He's the man that they're going to elect. And guess what? He is going to win every single state. (laughs) <laughs> as he goes from state to state in his primary. And no one's going to win. No one's going to beat him. No. And uh, yeah. he's winning by large numbers, huge margins in yeah. South Carolina. He's going to win by over 30 points. Yes, I know. It's embarrassing. So uh, is, is Nikki still your friend? Because I don't know her. I know you. I don't know her. She seems like the type of lady that uh, you don't endorse her. She doesn't want to talk to you anymore. She hates you. Well, I, hey, I gave her a heads up. And look, I, I don't uh, begrudge anybody. I no. think that we all need to work together. When Trump is the nominee, we need to unite. We need to work together. And I hope that she'll be on board. I hope she'll endorse Trump for the general election. Oh, we God, who cares? She's we been, need to look, unite the party. Nancy, let me tell you something. I'm going to say this, uh, and don't be offended. 
She's been such a <laughs> douchebag. I couldn't care if she endorses him, doesn't endorse him. I just want her to go away. How about that? And she might after this. I mean, if she loses her home state by over 30 points, uh, it's going to be very difficult to come back from. Do you want her endorsement come November? I will take any endorsement I can get. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, not only do I have a Republican primary, but the Democrats on the other side of the aisle have a primary. I represent a very purple district. Yeah. They're going to spend millions of dollars to take me out both in the Republican primary and in the general election because I am not beholden to anyone but the voters. I don't listen to the bureaucrats in D.C. I don't listen to the establishment in D.C. I listen to the people that elected me and gave me this job, and that is the people of South Carolina and nobody else. Nobody can tell me what to do. You know this. I know that. That's why you're great, actually, and whatever I can do to help you win, I will certainly do it. And whoever I know that can help you to win, I will certainly reach out because above and beyond the fact that I really love you personally, uh, I think we need you. We need you in this party. We need your voice. So you'll be all right. We, uh, we got a lot of months to go before that. We'll talk uh, often before that. So thank you for hopping on today, and we'll talk again very soon. Thanks. Thank you, Sid. And you can chip in today at nancymace.org also. <laughs> Nancy, I will. I will. Nancymace.org. I'll send you something. Okay, sweetheart, thank you for hopping right, on today. You. Much love. All right, much yeah. love to you too. Nancy Mace out of South Carolina.